Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. This is Christy Sol, the co-founder, coming at you live uh, right out of church. I hope you guys are having an incredible, blessed weekend. Um, so my message today actually is pretty simple. Um, we've been talking about um, the position of our heart and really working on setting goals for self-care and really noticing how we're feeling and keeping an eye on our mood, noticing trends. And today in church, um, something that just, just these thoughts that really struck me, um, we get so focused on tasks. We just get so focused on tasks. And the beautiful thing about that, oh, this is cool. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sidetracked squirrel. I'm actually doing my live from a different version of Facebook. It's a different Facebook app that they offer for businesses and things. And it's actually giving me an option to bring people on camera with me. So like Joni, I have a little blue note under there that says, I could put you, bring them on camera. I could put you on camera. I'm going to use this in the future. This is going to be so cool because we'll be able to actually like schedule and arrange live exchanges. Oh my God. How cool is that? Wow. That is so awesome. Okay. Well, and that's actually just like really, really good news because part of the message today at church was talking about transformation comes from being transparent and authentic. We were talking about the vision for our church for the next year. And my pastor always has a way. Um, his his prayer life really um, and his ability to hear God speak and his way. <laughs> Jody said, no way. I'm still in my PJs. Well, if I hadn't come out of church, hon, I'd still be in my PJs too. So I love PJ days. I think PJ days, especially family PJ days, can be one of the most beautiful days ever. I saw somebody posting. Um, a picture of their kids. It was like three o'clock in the afternoon. They were doing something together and they all had bedhead and their pajamas on. And I just, I love those days. Those are beautiful days, aren't they? When we're not so busy, man. So, um, yes. So part of the message today was that transformation comes from being transparent and authentic. And so, um, this new feature um, can give us some opportunities for us to really get, dig in a little deeper with one another and um, converse, share, educate, you know, or, you know, if there's a time that you guys want to pull up and talk about something deep in your heart, then we have the ability to do that. And that'll be really cool. Wow. 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 And so uh, my message uh, my topic that I've kind of gotten sidetracked from with all this other great news is, um, you know, we've been working on the position of our heart in our post daily dose as part of like our new year's resolution to really dig deeper into seeing how we are really feeling. And for us as parents and the leaders of our family to work there first, because everything flows from the position of our heart. And so that made me think of this, um, as we were beginning the service and I just found myself really um, inspired and taking some notes. One of the things I realized is we get really task oriented. Like parenting becomes this very 
task-oriented, clean your room, do the dishes, how to cook food, how to do laundry, how to brush your teeth, how to get to school, how to get your schoolwork done, how to drive a car, how to manage the world, how to deal with friends, how to deal with bullying. And, you know, we just have all this stuff we're teaching, 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 teaching. But how do they feel us? How do they feel us in all of that teaching? And it's okay that all of this is sort of task oriented because really the tasks that were very superficial and the tasks actually just give us this avenue. It gives us an avenue for relating, an avenue for communicating. It gives us something to talk about. But really the biggest piece of what we do in parenting is about everything on the undercurrent because the task stuff, they're learning by watching. They're just going to learn by watching how you do it. And then, you know, they're going to try it and they may try it on their own or they may try it with supervision I mean, all these different ways that they try it. But they're watching and learning all the time. And a lot of things they've already watched and learned other people do. And that's part of what you're trying to work on is learning a different way. And it's going to come. It's going to come with time and repetition. Bruce Perry, positive environment positive relationships, repeat it over time, repeat it over time. So the thing that we get, we get so task oriented, but really the tasks just give us an avenue for being in relationship. So don't let the task, don't let the performance of the task get in the way of the deeper mission. The task is just a superficial thing. The real thing is what's going on underneath and how do they feel us in this process of teaching because that's what's ministering to their heart. That's what's, uh, that's what's changing what's going on at the brain level and what's going on in the heart. So how do they feel us? How do they feel us? How often are you speaking life into them? Because you're always speaking life. What kind of life are you speaking into them? Are you speaking doom? Are you speaking defeat because they don't complete the tasks the way you think they should have completed the tasks? I mean, think about it. In a way, there's a great blessing. There's a great blessing when tasks don't get done exactly the way you thought they should be done because then that just gives us a chance to be continue in a place of relationship and be able to see where our children need us to be in relationship with them. You know, I, I always talk about there's all these different levels of teaching and when they're, when they're young, and that is an emotional statement, when they're in an, an emotionally young place, then their way of completing a task or helping with the task may be just to be present. Like when my daughter was younger um, and was not physically able to help with certain things, how she helped was she watched and she kept me company. And I gave her, her the assignment of picking good music. And so she was, comp she was engaged in the process. And we did this in a way that then it wasn't, uh, it wasn't dooming. It wasn't, it wasn't painful. It was just really kind of joyful time we spent together getting these things done. And then as she could help, she did. And now she has uh, the urge, the, the self-impetus to do things independently. And it's a beautiful thing. And no, she doesn't always do it right. And sometimes we have to reteach and relearn. Or sometimes it's like, oh, that might be a little beyond you still. So that's okay. you know. So we get so uh, focused on it being like eliminating needing to teach anymore, but we're never going to stop teaching and teaching is just an opportunity for us to be in relationship. So how do they feel us? 
in our role as teacher and guide of the family. How do they experience that from us? How are we speaking over them? How, are we speaking life into them? Are we, are we helping them to feel more capable and competent? Are we, are we helping them to feel loved? Are we helping them to feel good enough? Are we speaking defeat over them? How are we, how are we talking to our children? And if you have a child and it's hard for them to hear compliments, then you have to be creative in how you, how you speak life into them. And maybe you're speaking life into them more from the posture of your heart and your energy than through certain words that come out of your mouth because they get so defended and protected and um, self-doubting, you know, around that. And then the other thing I want to talk about, like my son was the biggest one about that. He, I used to talk about how smart he was and no, he did not finish school. Um, his whole education process was like, um, just so random and his life was so full of changes and he lived in so many different places over so many different times in his life and had some, so many different culture experience, cultural experiences that the traditional brick and mortar school was not very easy for him. It was not an easy, it was not an easy setting for him, but he was so smart. He had this very innate intelligence that I still admire to this day. Like his memory, his because of trauma, it was hard for him to retain certain information and recall it. Now he could retain it, but because he would be there would be so much static at the brain level, his ability to pull it out and use it in a moment was just like uh, really tough, really tough. So, like memorizing multiplication tables, he couldn't do it. He couldn't. It was a can't, not I won't. You have to understand there's a difference, isn't there? There's a difference in I can't versus I won't. So, it was an I can't for him. And I realized it because there was a stretch when uh, we, we couldn't get him to go to school. I couldn't get him to go to school. Couldn't get him to go to school. Couldn't. Couldn't get him to go. So we did stuff at home. And so I got to do um, that homeschool, some homeschool time with him. And it was a beautiful blessing because then I got to see a little bit about how his brain functioned. He could, he could do that. You know how you, multiplication is like a, a simpler form of addition, right? So he could do that level of addition in his brain almost as fast as he could write down and do a, you know, long form multiplication problem. I got to learn that about how his intelligence functioned, but because he did not perform well in school and because grades didn't demonstrate to him that he was quote unquote smart, it was really hard for him to hear compliments with regards to intelligence. But he and I um, always came to a place of agreement and the one place that we could agree on, the one compliment we could agree on, was that he, he has one of the most kind hearts of anybody I've ever met in my life. And so it's always been a place of meeting. It's always been a meeting ground when he's been stressed out and overwhelmed and in a place of self-doubt and a place of, and when he, when he feels that way, just like other people, who have histories of mass trauma, when self-doubt enters his system, 
it just plummets. You know, it just pulls on this thread of depression and despair. And am I worthy to be alive? Am I valued? Is my, am I, do I have a purpose on earth? Should I die? Should I kill myself? All of that comes up. So it's a various, it's a very big deal for that self-doubt to come into play. And so having that place of connection where I can say to him, I can speak it, I can speak life into him in those most desperate moments because I see these beautiful aspects of him that have nothing to do with whether or not his room is clean. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It doesn't have anything to do with whether or not he's able to maintain romantic relationships because those are so hard for him. It doesn't have anything to do with that. That I have a place of connecting with him heart to heart. It's like connected from divine God all the way through his spirit man into his soul that we can be in absolute agreement with the fact that his heart, his heart is amazing. So how do you speak life into your children? How do you use the fact that you're teaching as truly opportunities to be in relationship and in connection? How do we edify our children in ways that they really can feel us building them from the inside out? Because everything's going to flow from there. How are you building yourself from the inside out? So... Uh, I think that's going to be a big piece of, you know, the Post Institutes always um, spoke on this level, but I feel like now is like a really important time. You know, the world is, there's a lot of darkness out there. And now as I'm thinking about it, I'm especially thinking about our young people and social media. And I'm going to tell you people, if you're not aware, it can be very brutal for some of our children. Um, it can be brutal for anyone, but um, there are people who will say things through the internet like, yeah, you're right. You should just go kill yourself. That's brutal. That's brutal. That is such brutality for the souls of, of each other. And so there's no, there's no more important time. There's no more important time to speak value, to speak life, to speak love over and into your children and into your family. And so um, we're going to focus on that a lot this year. We're going to focus a lot on the fact that we really have to be a solid foundation for our children because the world out there is nasty and dark and brutal and they have to be built up in a strong way in beyond tasks that that building has to come from someplace deep within and we know our babies have already been through darkness and so we really this is the time for us to really focus on building the light within them and speaking life over them and finding those unique finding see that's the whole thing that's why i'm always saying put everything aside put everything aside all the things you're worried about all the things you're stressed about it's going to come they're going to get there they're going to get there when we speak life into them they're going to get there when they see the love we have for them shine from our eyes when they feel the posture of our heart when they feel that we are going we're we're with them for the long haul we are here to do life with them we're not here to abandon them we're not here to reject them we're here to love them 
That's that's our purpose. We're going to love them and we're going to teach them and we're going to help them learn what love really is and what it really feels like. And we're going to do that because we're going to work on the position of our heart. And we're going to start letting that love we have for them simply shine from our eyes. We're going to be authentic and transparent in how deeply we love them. We're going to start speaking from our heart and uh, at least 30 minutes to an hour every day. Put away all the stuff. Put away and spend time with your kids. Play with them. Wrestle with them. Paint some toenails. Let them paint your toenails. Let them put makeup on your face. Let them fix your hair. Snuggle in the bed. Read a book. Play a game. Cook a meal. Decorate some cupcakes. Let them feel the love you have for them shine from your eyes. And remember what Brian tells us that in any given moment, we can act out of those blueprints of the world, the blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm, or we can take one to two to three deep breaths and we can choose love. Much love to you guys. Have a blessed day.